title page and advertisement for the psalms of david by sir philip sidney and mary sidney herbert this librivox recording is in the public domain title page and advertisement the psalms of david translated into divers and sundry kinds of verse more rare and excellent for the method and variety than ever hath been done in english begun by the noble and learned gentleman sir philip sidney knight bachelor and finished by the right honourable the countess of pembroke his sister now printed from a copy of the original manuscript transcribed by john davies of hereford in the reign of james i from the chiswick press by c whittingham for robert triphook old bond street eighteen twenty three advertisement in presenting this version of the psalms by sir philip sidney and his sister the countess of pembroke to the notice of the literary world it is necessary to state that it was undertaken at the suggestion of james boswell esq who proposed writing an introduction in which the different versions were intended to have been compared his lamented death shortly after the work had gone to press caused this design to be reluctantly given up the manuscript from which it has been printed is in folio copied from the original by john davies of hereford writing master to prince henry himself a poet of no mean attainments and a co-temporary of sir philip sidney it exhibits a beautiful specimen of the calligraphy of the time the first letters of every line are in gold ink and it comprises specimens of all the hands in use more particularly the italian then much in fashion at court from the pains bestowed it is by no means improbable that it was written for the prince by the kindness of the rev dr cotton of christ church oxford this has been carefully collated with a manuscript copy in his collection and some errors of transcription amended another is in the library of richard haber esq and it is possible that the original autograph manuscript of sir philip sidney may still exist in the library at wilton it would have been desirable to have ascertained this as it might prove which were versified by him and which by his sister this i have not been able to accomplish the rev b bandinel who has obliged me with his notices on the subject thinks from the title to one of the manuscripts in the bodleian library which accords with the title prefixed to this that the first portion was written by sir philip and the latter by the countess and not certain psalms or various parts by either of them mr bandanel's account of dr woodford's manuscript also in the bodleian is as follows the other copy is in the handwriting of dr samuel woodford who himself paraphrased the psalms on the first leaf dr w has written the original copy is by me given me by my brother mr john woodford who bought it among other broken books to put up coffee powder as i remember the parts wanting are from psalm eighty eight to verse twenty two of psalm one o two both inclusive and from psalm one hundred and thirty one to the end after the first hiatus dr w has noticed but here all the leaves are torn off to the twenty-third verse of the hundred and second psalm to be supplied if possible from some other copy of which there is a fair one in trinity college library in cambridge and of which many years since i had the sight when i first began my paraphrase sam woodford 
at the end of Psalm 43, is written by Dr. W., in the margin that is of the original manuscript, hitherto Sir Philip Sidney, Eta Testor Sam Woodward, who for Sir Philip Sidney's sake and to prefer such a remain of him, undertook this tiresome task of transcribing, 1694 and 5. It is to be remarked that there are very few alterations and corrections in these first 42 psalms, for Dr. W. has noticed all the scratches, crosses, erasures, and various readings which he found in the original copy. Before Psalm 44, Dr. W. writes, the next psalm has in the top of it three little crosses, and the whole psalm is lightly crossed with a pen. Query, whether further corrected or new made. Mr. Bandanel, on reference to the first manuscript in the Bodleian, finds it totally different. Woodford's copy has it thus. Our fathers, Lord, by hearing, have made us understand thy works before their eyes appearing, in time gone long ago, outrooting nations, them thy hand did plant, implanted, nourish, the stock profane, did leafless grow, the faithful branch did flourish. In the other manuscript this psalm stands thus. Lord, our father's true relation, often made, hath made us known, how thy power in each occasion thou of old for them didst show, how thy hand the pagan foe, rooting hence thy folk implanting, leafless made that branch to grow, this to spring no verdure wanting. There are other psalms also which differ, some entirely, others in part, and in some instances Dr. W. has given the rejected as well as amended stanza. There is no doubt that other copies are to be found on a diligent search in the public libraries. It is sufficient, however, to notice that this is the first time it has appeared in print, though it has been incidentally mentioned in the following works, in some of which specimens have been given. Daniel's Poetical Works, Volume 1, page 256, duo decimo, 1739. Defense of Posey by Sir Philip Sidney. Dunn's Poems, edition 1635, page 366, and edition 1719, page 299. Ballard's Learned Ladies, Countess of Pembroke. The Guardian, number 18. Harrington's Newgate Antique, three volumes. Second edition, duodecimo, 1792. Volume 1, page 277, gives the following psalms as by the Countess, but it does not appear on what authority or from what manuscript. Psalms 51, 69, 104, 112, 117, 120, and 137, and in Mr. Park's edition of the New Guy, Volume 2, page 407, only two are given, Psalms 112 and 137. Zouch's Memoirs of Sir Philip Sidney, two psalms printed but incorrectly at the end. In the Christian Remembrancer for June 1821, page 327 through 331 is a paper by Dr. Cotton on English psalmody. In speaking of this translation, he says, By what strange means it has happened that this version has slept in unmerited obscurity for nearly two centuries and a half, I am utterly at a loss to divine. I see in many of them passages of considerable beauty and notwithstanding the stiffness characteristic of the poetry of the day, there is often peculiar happiness of expression, a nerve and energy, a poetic spirit that might have disarmed, even if it 
could not exhort praise from the fastidious Wharton himself. The Reverend H. I. Todd, in a volume just published entitled Observations Upon the Metrical Versions of the Psalms Made by Sternhold, Hopkins, and Others, does not mention Sir Philip Sidney as a translator, but this may be accounted for from its never having been printed. There is also a volume in small folio of 150 pages, A Preparation to the Psalter by George Wither, printed in 1619, which contains much interesting matter on the Psalms, but from its great rarity it appears to have escaped the notice of all the writers on the subject. The edition of the early English poets, of which this forms a portion, is limited to 250 copies. End of title page and advertisement.